Welcome to the Realize Your Worth podcast. This episode, I'm talking about reframing your inner saboteur. Reframing because for most of us, we have considered the inner saboteur to be a part that we need to overcome in ourselves. Now, this really just reinforces a sense of fragmented self instead of wholeness, instead of integrating all parts and instead of unity. This is not worthiness. This is I am worthy when I can disregard and disown the part of myself that sabotages. But worthiness really is about integrating all parts and returning to wholeness and understanding the gifts of every expression of our humanness, including the part that wants to sabotage. So sabotaging behaviors can play out when we are in situations that are really not in alignment. For instance, when we're in a romantic relationship that's not in alignment, our inner saboteur will start playing hard to draw our attention to the fact that the relationship is not of our highest choice. The relationship is not a choice from worthiness. But of course, the inner saboteur also plays out when we're in, when we're on the precipice of expanding into new ways of being, expanding into a new experience of love, an unfamiliar experience of love because the inner saboteur is a little bit afraid here. It prefers the known safe reality, even if that means painful. So I find it really useful to look at the inner saboteur in regard to where she is illuminating that we are not in alignment with our worthiness. So first of all, I'm going to talk about the kinds of relationships that were originally not from our higher choice. So the two types of relationships are one where we are settling for something that is not from our true desires and one where we are in a relationship that we're sort of grasping at this sense of I'm not enough and why did this person choose me? In both of those situations, the inner saboteur, she functions to show us that on a micro scale, we are creating destructive situations that bring us pain because we need to expand beyond it. So she's showing us what is not ideal, what is not our preference. But also on a macro scale, she can nudge us along our path, sometimes away from that relationship and maybe onto a path of being single for a long time and eventually on the path toward a relationship that is from our higher choice, from worthiness. So when we're in a relationship where we are settling, where we tell ourselves, I should be grateful, this is what I know, this might be the best that I can have, 
uh, you know, she's a good person or he's a good person. We're really just dishonoring our true desires. So that is a misalignment with our worthiness because we have a belief that our true desires are unrealistic or unattainable for someone like me. And the sabotage behaviors that come out there are maybe showing a lack of respect and reverence for our partner, putting in little effort, being defensive when we're called on our lack of effort and called on our lack of love, making excuses for not being excited, and also being in this state of confusion where we, we confuse both ourselves and the other person with this pendulum of behavior where we're loving one minute and then neglectful and destructive another minute. And the loving behavior in those relationships where we're settling can be genuine, but they can also come from guilt because we know that we're out of alignment. We know that we have not chosen this from our sense of worthiness and we know we actually desire something more for ourselves. And of course, this doesn't mean that we are better than the person we're in a relationship with. It just means that we need to make a better choice for ourselves in accordance with our true desires. If you haven't listened to the podcast, The Vulnerability of Claiming Your True Desires, it unpacks this a lot more, why true desires and worthiness are intrinsically linked. Second relationship type where the inner saboteur is really playing out because we've chosen this relationship from a sense of unworthiness is where we're grasping We're grasping at this relationship because it doesn't feel safe, because we feel lucky to have this person and lucky that they chose me. Why did they choose me? That obviously comes from belief that I'm not enough. And the sabotage of the behaviors that come out here can be, can include allowing him or her to treat you with little respect as a reflection of you neglecting yourself first and foremost. They can be destructive patterns where we pull away, wanting the other person to validate our worth with their desperation of of wanting us and chasing us. And so the payoff is that the, the pain body gets its hit that tells us we are worthy of being chased. Now, of course, if we're embodied in our worthiness, we don't create a dynamic where we need to be chased. We don't need to have anything proved to us. Another way that the inner saboteur really plays hard in this kind of relationship where we're grasping and we feel like we're not enough is we've become over-identified with how we look, with our appearance, with our body, with our status. Because this is the marker often that we've used to determine the worthiness of another person in relation to the worthiness of ourselves. Of course, how we look and our status has nothing to do with worthiness, but unless we've done the inner work to investigate what are the voids within myself, then we will confuse and we will mistake worthiness for how we look, for our desirability. So when these kinds of sabotaging behaviors play out they're really again showing us that we have not made choices from worthiness that we did not go into this relationship feeling whole feeling worthy and whether or not that relationship can be worked out the point is it is another nudge 
towards realizing our worth. So those two types of relationships are where, as I said before, we might have entered that relationship from a lower choice, from a sense of unworthiness. But of course, the indisabitur will also play out in relationships where we have entered from a higher place of self-worth. And this is where the the inner saboteur is afraid to lean into the new and to step into the unknown and to experience connection on a level unprecedented in our lives. And this is where we need to discern, is my inner saboteur showing me that I need to relax and recognize that I'm safe and to allow in a more beautiful and more expansive connection and love that I've never had before. Because this is a very different scenario where the inner saboteur is playing out in comparison to the relationships that have been misaligned. Ultimately, whether on a micro or macro scale, the inner saboteur behavior is always showing us where there is greater opportunity for more alignment, for greater love and deeper connection. So what we must remember is, yes, her behaviors are such a gift when we're aware of them. And that's so key, right? Because when we're not aware of them, we're just so identified with this story we concoct all kinds of intricate stories and don't zoom out and recognize hang on this is the thing that i do in this situation we need to recognize that the inner saboteur has a need she has a need to feel powerful and the ways that she often feels powerful is to have an effect on something usually that's destructive right so When she can have this power to affect something, she reinforces her sense of power and she gains this familiarization of pain. So again, we do not need to overcome this. We need to understand her, understand that simply she needs to be modeled new ways by worthiness or we can say by our higher self if our higher self can enter and model to the inner saboteur a new way of being that is safe in love that is safe in connection the inner saboteur also gets to evolve she's just not this part of ourselves that stays stuck and stagnant she evolves as well She's the part of ourselves that, yes, she might be more addicted to pain than other parts of ourselves, but she too can evolve. We do get to become a kind of model for what is possible and to to demonstrate that it's safe. Again, this is why I feel that we need to reframe the inner saboteur because 
the closer in we pull her to our heart and the more that we model to her the safety of love and the safety of connection, the less she will play hard in our lives and the less we will have this sense of the fragmented self. The inner saboteur needs to know that it's safe to lean into unfamiliar ways of being. She needs to know that it's safe to feel more love and more flow and more ease. And when we make our choices from worthiness of feeling more love, more flow and more ease, the inner saboteur takes a back seat. She doesn't need to play the games so much. Of course, she will always be there in our experience of being human in this lifetime. I believe that she will and I believe that she has this role. She has this role to illuminate where we are not in alignment with our worthiness of more love, more flow and more ease. She's like, she becomes the pointer to where we need to make a higher choice. So when we can be courageous in love, of course, there's the vulnerability there of risking being hurt, risking being abandoned. But when we're courageous in love, it comes from the purity of having given not from the sabotage of having withheld, having destroyed, having precluded some new experience. So our work is to continue to be aware of the ways of the inner saboteur, to recognize, oh yes, there's that thing that I do There's that thing coming up again that I do in this kind of scenario, in this kind of relationship and make a higher choice. And something so powerful that I read the other day that I shared on my Insta stories, there's a book that I'm reading called Conscious Language by Robert Tennyson Stevens, I think his name is. And this, this little piece that I'm about to read you for me became such a beautiful, it brought such a beautiful ease in my body because when we think about the fact that we create our lives and most of us recognize that we create our lives, we can look back and say, gosh, I cannot believe that I created such destruction. I cannot believe that I created such unhealthy relationships. And yes, I must have created it because it was in my life. But the piece from this book is really something I haven't actually heard before. And it's so simple. It says, many people say, since I have this thing in my life, I must have chosen it. And the author says, we create it, yes. But if it is not our highest choice, it is not real choice. It's just a manifestation of some limited belief. Because anything that's less than love is less than choice. So here I find it a beautiful permission to recognize that when we are not aware of the inner saboteur, we're not truly in a state of choice. But when we become aware of the inner saboteur, that is when we are empowered to make our higher choices and to align with our innate worthiness and to lean into and experience and allow in incredible new ways of experiencing love and connection 
which is exactly why we're here. So let's reframe the inner saboteur as a gift that points us toward where we need to become more embodied in our worthiness so that we can make those higher choices so that we are not creating manifestations of some limited belief but that we are, that we are making choices from our recognition of our need and our true desire for ever unfolding and expanding experiences of love. <laughs>